0: Namaste. Just remember that every second, every one of us is being nourished, supported,
1: loved by the divine
0: consciousness within us. We're actually floating in that love in the world as well. We're swimming in it, floating in it, melting in it
1: at all times. So we're constantly being blessed, constantly in a state of grace. Sometimes
0: the easiest way to go within is simply to be aware of the grace, be aware of the blessing,
1: and be grateful.
0: Let your awareness bow in humility to the grace, the grace of God
1: consciousness, to the blessings of divine consciousness. Every
0: microsecond of our life, we're alive in the eternal life of that divine consciousness which is our life, is our awareness as
1: well. Such a gift. Such a very
0: special, precious, magical gift. Just allow your soul,
1: your clear awareness, to say thank you to the divine awareness.
0: There's no greater way to thank this divine consciousness than by simply being silently aware, lovingly, tenderly, gently, Gratefully aware. Namaste. Today, I'm just going to read a little bit from the Garland of the Guru Saints. It's about the book about the sayings of Ramana Maharishi. Knowledge is free, he said in one of his uh, uh, satsangs. Knowledge is free from all created differences by the false, deluding ego. The gracious stillness, the awareness, all transcendent, eternally clear, is the state supreme experienced by the great saints. If towards the Lord, you take one single step, then with much more than a mother's love, he takes nine steps towards you to accept you. Such is the grace of the inner guru. It's so true. It's so tr- very, very true. If we just slow down, slow down, slow, gently, patiently, down to
1: zero speed. And in the everlasting instance
0: that we're always within, when we reach that everlasting instance, if we, Acknowledge, bow to, feel the love, feel the grace. Stay, stay humbly in the aura of the grace of God, the grace of the divine consciousness. It's like walking outside in a spring shower. You'll be drenched with more grace. (laughs) More blessings, more bliss. Every single step we take inside. In humility. In loving humility. The beloved takes 9, 10, 12, 15, 20 steps towards us. Which humbles us even more. That which is forever shines in grace as the greater self, the greater I, the heart, the very heart of our soul. Can our soul ever be blamed for lacking grace? The fault is theirs who do not turn within and seek the greater self in a state of love. Even in Wu Wei, when we're walking in the world and not on the cushion, We have an opportunity to not only be grateful for the grace arising within us, but we have an opportunity to be grateful for the grace that's arriving to us from the outside in as well. We're really in the middle of a divine river of loving consciousness in an ocean of divine loving consciousness, through the grace of God, grace of divine consciousness. That river of divine consciousness flows through our soul and out into the world. And through that same grace, that loving consciousness, which ocean of loving consciousness, which saturates, supports, loves the entire world that we live in, loves us as well, shares its love with us as well, every microsecond that we're awake in the world. So we're being loved from every direction, in every way, in every microsecond Mm -hmm. of our existence. Later in Wu Wei, we realize without question, we realize with certainty that life through God's grace is making our spiritual path easy, eliminating our karma as we stay within the aura of this love, this divine love, loosening our bonds serving our interests, serving the people in our shared dreams, loving us in every way possible. Ramanas in another satsang says, turn the mind inward and let the ego die, for there shines the self, the great being awareness. And through And though transcending form and feature appears as the inner guru, thus does God, the self, bestow his grace upon us as the inner guru within us. God, self, guru and grace are simply different labels for the one reality with which we're constantly experiencing. The heart of one who has experienced such grace now shines as a pure, true being. The heart of one, the heart of our soul, the core of our soul. The very, very essence of the copy fractal copy of God-consciousness itself. We witness that in the creative vortex. After our soul has made it to the creative vortex, it experiences everything that is. It experiences the entire creative process as God-consciousness. And in that indescribable experience of celestial creation. We experience that same divine consciousness creating the soul that we now are. We come full circle, you see, at that point. We witness who and what we are before we created ourselves, We witness who and what we are as the created copy, the creative expression, the mini me version
1: of divine consciousness as a soul. There
0: shines the self, the being awareness, says Ramana, appearing as the guru, appearing as God, appearing as the individual, but in every shape and form and expression, not but the grace of God. The heart of one, he continues, who has experienced such grace now shines in the same way as the pure, true beingness of the celestial cosmos, greater self. Since the ego knot that was separating us from this ocean of love, causing delusion and confusion, since it has been destroyed beyond revival, our soul shines as brightly as the divine consciousness itself, because that is what it is. We are surrounded on all sides by the nectarious flood of grace, just as we said before, we have a river of divine, loving consciousness inside of us. A flood, if you wish. Great flood coming down from the heavens into our soul, and through our soul, out into the world. He calls it a flood because the this love, this grace, this divine grace, this divine consciousness, once it flows through us, from the ocean of love and grace in the celestial cosmos, it then creates another flood of its own filling the entire microscopic world that we think we exist within. It's all grace. Every aspect of it is a beautiful, precious, immortal, everlasting miracle
1: of unbound love and
0: grace. So he says, we are surrounded on all sides by the nectar of the love in this flood of grace. And yet we suffer from delusion, like some fool standing in the midst of the mighty Ganga River in India. A fire with thirst and not knowing how to quench it. (laughs) It's so well said. We sit for meditation so we can quench our spiritual thirst, but how often he seems to be challenging us. How often he asks, do we recognize this river of loving consciousness while we're in the world. We're walking through the ocean of divine consciousness while we're in the world. We're doing our work, we're studying at school, we're reading our books, we're cooking, we're cleaning, we're driving, we're walking
1: through an ocean through a mighty ocean that was
0: partially created by the divine loving consciousness flowing into our soul and out of our soul and thus into the world within which we're now floating. Why should God's glance of grace Ramana asks, which falls on all alike, seem to avoid some sinners. No, 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 he says. The universal eye avoids no creature. We are blind because we look outward
1: instead of inward. This last sentence has a double
0: meaning. In the beginning of the path, we're lost in delusion because we look outward instead of inward. And then we start looking inward as we sit on the cushion. But eventually we need to stay with that inward vision, even in the outside world. You see, if our consciousness, if our attention our love if our silent tender gentle precious love is in love with the divine consciousness there will be no differences at all in our experience the what is outside will seem to be inside of us as well. It will seem to be part of us as well. And our consciousness will not only seem, but be everything that is both within us and without. We reach that stage. We reach that stage even before we reach the crown chakra. He goes further now and talks about achieving Satchitananda bliss, the nirvana state of Buddha, the source or resting consciousness described in the Vedas, the heaven of Radhaswami in, in Sikh and Radhaswami literature. When the intellect has been withdrawn from questing, giving into outward objects, when that wisdom returns to its natural home, its natural source, the heart of our soul, our being, awareness, bliss
1: is restored to us. and abides as us forevermore. You see,
0: our soul is not only graced and blessed with love, it is graced and blessed with an immortal love, a love that never stops loving,
1: everything. A love that never stops loving everything. That's
0: what and who we are. A loving consciousness that never stops being conscious, that never stops loving everything Even in the first bubble of awareness. If we. Start our meditation.
1: With. Complete humility. Complete love at any level that we know of.
0: Love. Deeply. Love with passion, silent, effortless, passion. We realize the passion of our humble love. We realize how passionate that love is as our concentration on the divine presence grows, as it grows in clarity, as it grows in sharpness as our body begins to crackle with the energy
1: of this divine love. We really
0: become self radiant. We really become aligned to the nature of God consciousness. When we Enter the silence of clear awareness with love. Not an emotional
1: love. But the grand, blissful,
0: graceful, gentle, tender, Love of clear awareness for the clear awareness of divine consciousness.
1: Greater than any other type of love in existence.
0: Ramana goes on to say, when the mind, which is made from clear awareness, stops its movements and then sees itself, as a divine consciousness, the bliss that the soul has been enjoying with when being is with awareness blends, is it other than the self? What he says here is very clear, very beautiful. Our very is our very life force, our very existence and our awareness
1: of awareness
0: are the same, the same expression of divine consciousness. Our life force itself is not only born out of consciousness, it is self-conscious. It is the consciousness that we have. There's not a hair's breadth difference between our awareness, our love, and our existence. All three are nothing but the loving expression of divine consciousness. We are not just the expression of loving divine loving consciousness. We are that love itself. We are the divine itself. No difference, no difference at all, no difference at all, ever, never any difference at all. Between the divine consciousness, the expression of love,
1: and the love itself,
0: it's a single experience, it's a single eternal, everlasting, magical experience. We are that experience. You see, we are that living experience of the expression of divine love of the awakening process of divine love it's like we're an ever blooming flower an ever blooming rose sharing its loving fragrance with the entire cosmos
1: it's like we're beautiful,
0: brilliant star in the horizon of life, in the middle of the horizon of life, eternal life, and shining in every direction, enlightening the entirety of all the life in the cosmos with the expression of this divine love that flows right through us.
1: Ravana continues,
0: when the body-bound ego dies, the jiva, the disciple, the practitioner, once who was wedded to matter, wedded to the body, shines now as mere awareness, which abides as being only. And hence, becomes the eternal bliss of the greater self. Again, he says the same thing in a different way.
1: When we, even in the first bubble of awareness, one of the side effects of
0: this loving awareness of the divine consciousness, One of the side effects is that mind-body awareness disappears. The second side, one of the other side effects is that we're filled with a brilliant light. It begins to saturate every aspect of our totality of consciousness. And this is basically what he says in that paragraph. He goes on to say that the unbroken
1: self-awareness is the true bright path of devotion or love.
0: In that single sentence, in that single sentence, Ramana has defined the entire path, the entire secret of every mystic that's ever lived. The unbroken, the uninterrupted, the constant flow, the constant awakening process, loving awakening process is the true bright path of devotion
1: and love. Our way within,
0: our way within is an act of love. It's the flow of loving devotion of the soul to the loving devotion of divine consciousness.
1: Knowledge of our inherent nature
0: When when we're in loving consciousness, knowledge of our inherent nature, divine nature, as indivisible, supreme bliss, saturates our entire consciousness as divine love. We've talked a great deal about the region of grace. First, there's the we reach the eye center in the first bubble of clear awareness. And the light and the consciousness
1: and the blessing that we feel is amazing But the
0: power infused in that love, the intensity of the love the awakening power, the creative power of that love is something that we've only just begun to experience. And the second region, the first region beyond the eye center, we experience surges, surging waves of love, of divine consciousness. And we, some of us feel it as bliss, as incredible bliss, a bliss beyond conception that hits us so hard that we, it just rocks our entire existence. Others see it and feel it and experience in, in the soul as a, like a flash of lightning. It fills our entire being with a harmonic resonance from lightning. And other souls feel it as a mighty, a mighty wave, a mighty tsunami crashing down onto us, a tsunami of divine love.
1: Were it's an overwhelming experience. The re- region of joy beyond that,
0: the third region, you see, we've become a little bit more accustomed to the love, to the power of the love, to the force of the divine love th- flowing through us. And so it feels more calm, it feels like a slow flood, like a slow river, powerful river nonetheless, that's flowing through us constantly, constantly, constantly. It's as if our love is, loving awareness is getting more powerful every second, more concentrated every second. Grace that we feel, love that we feel is growing, growing, growing quickly. And it is. This is. That is what's happening. When we finally become accustomed to that and we can look into the fountain of this river of loving consciousness that's flowing through us. When we can face that flowing, awakening river of loving consciousness with love, with grace, and with humility, when we stay there within that humility,
1: steadfastly loving the love that flows through us,
0: our soul melts into the, into the gigantic ocean of grace. Grace, a consciousness that
1: seems larger than the solar system.
0: Totality of consciousness larger than the solar system filled in every facet, saturated with a divine love, a loving grace, a loving blessing, a pure divine
1: grace of loving consciousness. This is such a beautiful path. And
0: we are this path. We are this river of loving consciousness. We are the awakening process of this divine river of loving consciousness as well. And when we truly become one with this river of divine loving consciousness, we can watch as this river of divine loving consciousness awakens the entire world
1: within which we live.
0: So as Guru Nanak says so many times, stay, stay, stay
1: within this divine loving
0: consciousness melt, float with humility to the center of this consciousness. Experience the equipoise, the inexpressible, undefinable equipoise of bliss, divine bliss, divine grace, and experience the of totality of consciousness an experience of a totality of consciousness that is
1: coherently aligned to
0: celestial consciousness, to the very source of all our consciousness, to the very source of the consciousness of every being, in the cosmos,
1: we can become one with the one consciousness by simply being in love as that loving consciousness. Namaste.